Hey, it's Timbo here. Does selling freak you out? Well, you're not alone. It used to freak me out until I spoke with today's guest, who shares five keys to closing every sale. And boy, oh boy, they are not what I expected. Hey, before we get stuck in today's episode, it's brought to you by Fastmail, private, secure, ad-free email hosting that's lightning fast. Packages start from less than four bucks a month, and you can grab a free 30-day trial plus an exclusive 15% off your first year over at fastmail.com forward slash Timbo. And we're also made possible thanks to 52ways.biz, a free one-day live event that is filling up very, very fast, hosted by small business expert Dale Beaumont for business owners who want to grow. Grab your free tickets over at 52ways, that's 52ways.biz, B-I-Z, before it's too late. Welcome to a small business marketing show Where successful small business owners share their souls To take your marketing straight to the lead Now here's your host, Mr. Timbo And welcome back to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show I'm your host, Timbo Reed. You, infinitely more importantly, you're a motivated business owner You're ready to crank out some great marketing to build that beautiful, beautiful business of yours into the empire it deserves to be. If it's your first time round, welcome. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. If it's your 100th, 200th, 300th time around, welcome back. Big show today. We're joined by gun salesman, not like gun salesman, like really good salesman, you know what I mean, Nicholas Lynch, who shares his five keys to nailing any sale. Don't expect things like getting the script right either, as his tips are much more emotional than they are rational. Uh, resident expert J- Dale Beaumont, I was going to say Jail Beaumont, that wouldn't be fair, he's not in jail, from 52 Ways joins us uh, to share another productivity tool. Um, I share another low-cost marketing idea and we go back into the vault, revisiting a chat I had with the founder of Bounce, that very cool indoor playground experience. As per usual, team, there is marketing, G-O-L-D, dripping from the ceiling over here at Small Business Big Marketing's HQ. So let's get stuck right in. (sighs) Life just got a whole lot easier. It's Dale Bumwon here from 52ways.biz, the best one-day business workshop ever with another productivity tool to make your business life a whole lot easier. So what is the tool that I'm going to share with you today? Well, it's called a Magalog. Now, I'm guessing you probably haven't heard of this term before, so let me explain why you'd actually use one. You see, the problem with many businesses is the only way that they can sell is just one-to-one or face-to-face or maybe even over the phone. But the problem with this is it's not scalable. You can only sell to one person at a time. So if you really want to scale your business and you want to grow fast, what you need to do is leverage your time. Now, one of the best ways you can do that is by creating a Magalog. Now, what is a Magalog? Well, it's a cross between a magazine and a catalog. Magazines are designed to inform, catalogs are designed to sell. So when you take those two things and put them together, you have a Magalog. Think of it like a brochure on steroids. Normally, these are between 16 up to maybe 64 pages, and it's like a magazine designed to sell a product or a service. If you have a price point that's more than, say, $500, then these are a fantastic tool to help you to significantly grow your business. I'd love to talk to you more about these tools, so that's why you need to come along to one of my live events. There you go. I told you life would get a whole lot easier. This has been Dale Beaumont from 52ways.biz. Now, back to you, Timbo. <sighs> life just got a whole lot easier. Hey, thanks, Dale. Maglog. Hmm. Not a term I've heard before, but now that I've seen one, I'm absolutely loving them. I'll include an example, team, of one in the show notes over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash 365. Hey, if you're loving the productivity tools Dale's sharing, why wouldn't you be? Then you're going to love his upcoming live event called 52 Ways. It's eight hours of solid business building gold, and they're happening all around Australia and New Zealand starting in May. 
now. You can grab a free ticket for you and a friend or two now over at 52ways, that's 52ways.biz. Righto. Coming up after today's interview, I'll share another low-cost marketing idea in that segment we're all growing to love. Well, it's been going for 30 episodes now called What Have You Got to Lose? But right now, let's meet today's successful business owner and like red-hot salesman, Nicholas Lynch of Nicholas Lynch Real Estate. Now, I actually met Nicholas through one of my sons who's best mates with his son. And I also used Nicholas to sell a house for me about 18 months ago. And he did a fantastic job. The guy is a sales machine. He loves everything about selling. So if you struggle with this part of your business, and many business owners and employees do, then you're going to absolutely love the five key concepts that Nicholas shares that'll all but guarantee you closing the sale each and every time. You know, one of Nicholas's mantras is ABC, always be closing. Love that. So I started off by asking Nicholas, what does he love about selling? I think it's achieving something for someone. It's, it's, it's having people feel good. Yeah, when you, like I'm in real estate sales, so I relate it to houses. When someone achieves the result and you do it in a, I think it can be stressful for people. So if you can achieve it with minimal stress yeah. and, and get the outcome beyond what they were expecting, yeah, exceeding people's expectations. Right, okay. I think it's just having people feel good. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's in the context of real estate being yeah. a real estate agent. But is that the true answer around, I mean, would you just, do you just love to sell? Could you sell anything? I think no. Right. No, I couldn't. No, I, I think you can only sell what you what you love ah. and what you really know. Like yeah. I, I know my product yeah. and I love it and yeah. I can sell it. Okay. Yeah, I've got five, five key uh, okay. ingredients to being a great salesperson. Here's the agenda, is and, it? Uh, Let me just write that down. Five key ingredients. Uh, oh, that's great because I and, do. Yeah, and I've always yeah, and one of them is loving what you do. So no, I, I could only sell real estate because okay. that's that's what I love. Okay, and that, that's a key factor in the five. Well, while you're and, hot, mate, let's talk about. I was going to kind of save mm. that to the second half because I do want to find out how Nicholas Lynch Real Estate came to be and mm. what you've done to stand out. We'll cover that later. Let's get straight in. Yeah. Like so, five key ingredients five. to being because here's the thing. Why I'm interested in chatting to you is because I think there's a lot of small business owners who, as soon as you say the word selling or sales. Mm shrivel up, mm. shrink, including mm. me. Mm. You know, I think sometimes it's selling's hard because mm. we're going to get rejected most of the time, right? Yeah. So you've got five things that are going to help us be better salespeople? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm all about when I've done a bit of training consultancy within the real estate industry over the years and I always like to give people good take-home uh, information. Yeah, yeah, love it. Um, that's what I, this show's I, I, about. Yeah, yeah, and I've, I've listened to your podcasts and I, that's, you're the one. that's why I'm here, because I want to add to it. Good. You're, you're the man, Tim. <laughs> you're the man. Um, but, so, uh, so step, well, number, not step one, but number one is you must absolutely, and I don't want to put words into your mouth, but you must absolutely love what it is you are selling. You, you've got to love and and you've got to know it. You've got to know the product and love the product. So you can relate this to, to anything. Of course. But But... Knowing it's one thing, but but loving it's another. Mm -hmm. So you can answer any question on the spot. You talk with conviction. And I think uh, 93% of communication is not through what you're saying. It's how you're saying it. It's it's your eyes. It's your whole your whole energy. Yep. So people will pick up on something that if you don't love it, if, if you don't know it, obviously. Yeah. But that that's certainly a key factor. But the second... Can I just add to that that there is a wonderful saying that goes something like, people forget what you said. People forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if you love your product and, and, and you know it, uh, people will, will pick up on that energy and, mm -hmm. and, and, and you'll, you'll give that energy to them. And that, that's part of making a sale. Yeah, okay. So I, there's a lot of people that I've done consultancy for, they, they've got out of real estate. I've helped them. I've been paid for, for day consultancy in businesses over the years. And yep. um, the, the director of the business at the end of the day has said, Nicholas, thanks very much. Payment, what a magnificent day. You've helped me. I'm out of here. Decide to get out of real estate. <laughs> because deep down, yeah. they, they, they didn't love it. 
And, wow. and I re- I've, I've shifted people yeah. with consultancy. Yeah. Um, so so that does that sense. mean you go in with an intention of giving them the cold, hard facts and possibly scaring them into making a decision as to whether it's well, right or wrong? Or? Well, that, they, they, want, they want to learn how to be, you know, a better closer. They yeah. want to learn how to, you know, get more turnover. But I, I bring it right back to these five things. And the first one is you've got to love it. Yeah. Now, you know, if you don't love what you do, Get out of it. Get out of it. Because life's too short. Yep. And you won't manifest and get a uh, a synchronicity happening within your business unless you love it. Jeez, buddy. Uh, I don't, we can't move on to point two yet because mm. manifestation and synchronicity, mm. you're getting all spiritual on us or what do you mean? Uh, well, a good way to look at it is... And I know you like a bit of the spiritual stuff, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, go I've, there. I've, I have gone there and I've, we'll get there soon. <laughs> if you want to get a strawberry ice cream... Yeah. You, you can get a few dollars out of your pocket. You can walk down, find an ice cream shop and buy a strawberry ice cream. Yep. Synchronicity is where you want a strawberry ice cream and Mr Whippy comes past. Right. And th- there it is. It's right there for you. Yeah. So things manifest, things start to flow. People, you've heard of the saying, you know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Yes. But I think if you love what you do, uh-huh. that's synchronicity. And synchronicity is... The harder work, the more you get. But it's not that. It's it's the more you love it, the more you're passionate about it. I think things start to things start to happen. And I I achieve um, huge results within the real estate industry. But but I'm not actually trying. It's just it's just all flows. And I, I never for one day worry about getting a result or is this going to happen. I, I know it's all happening because uh-huh. I've got these five things in place. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I've got the, uh, the five. Are you interested in? Yeah, 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 I am. And I, I'm finding it really hard to move past number one because uh, I can relate that to my own business where I do a number of things. I podcast, I speak at conferences, I, I have my forum, I have a book that I promote, I have all these different things around marketing. Hmm. I often ask myself, I wonder what would happen if I literally just immerse myself in podcasting mm. and did nothing else mm. because that's my true love, right? Mm. It's, ab- it's absolutely the thing I love. And mm. I think is that kind of what you're talking about, which yeah. is just is, is identifying that true love mm. and falling into it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I don't look at what I do as a job. Mm-hmm. Job is just over broke, J-O-B. I don't look at it as a career. I, I look at it as a lifestyle. So basically I've retired. This is I love doing this. And it's not for the money. Someone gave me a hundred million tomorrow and said, "Do whatever." I, I, I'd still do what I do. I don't believe you. It's a hundred percent. I would still do what I'm doing. Let me just get you a hundred mil. I've got a hundred million. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, it's in your pocket. <laughs> it's in my pocket. But it's true, and that, that's a true? test. Absolutely, that's a, it's Absolutely. a good test. It's a good test. I love what I do because, you know, w- w- what else would you do? Like, you need to be fulfilled. You need to. Um, I could think of a few things. But you need to be inspired yeah, okay. in life. I think being inspired is so important. I, like in real estate, I'm privileged to meet a lot of very successful people and some of them have hit retirement and... Died. Know, yeah, yeah. And they're, yeah. And they're, well, they're living, but they're not living uh, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they've lost any inspiration. So I think being inspired is being in spirit and I think being, you know, having a purpose. And uh, okay. I find that if you have a career that, inspires you that you love it's it's really living to to full potential yeah can you're you're lucky enough there's people listening here going mongrel mongrel Mm. you know wish i could be like that um everyone can be well there okay Mm. i'm scared to ask how because it seems to be a very long it could be a very long answer but (laughs) you know like you were lucky enough you fell into real estate Mm. a long time ago it was just and you've grown to love it or maybe it was just what you do love yeah, from the start? I think, I think you need to go back <clears throat> go back to when you were when you were 10, 12, 13. I, I thought sales is something that I just connecting with people and right. um, making people feel good and uh, and then I sort of came across real estate and, and then, yeah, realised. So I think if you go, anyone listening, go back to when you were, you know, primary school, early high school and before people conditioned you to what you had to do. Wow. Um, like I left school at the end of year nine. Um, I got 99 out of 500. Um, <coughs> that's another story. I didn't want to be there. So I, yeah, I followed my passion. And there's a lot of people out there that, that had a passion back when they were young and, and, and never 
for various reasons, followed it. But, yeah, yeah. You know, take a How risk. How true is that? Do, do your passion. And I've, I've shifted people from real estate into all other different careers uh, through them, and, and they're happier. And it's not about money. The, the, the money's that, – and that's the thing. It's not about the money. Money's – There seems to be a common link. All the successful business owners that I've, mm. I've interviewed, mm. it, is, it isn't about the money, despite mm. the fact that they've made a lot of money. Mm. They didn't never. They never set out to focus on the money. Mm. They set out to focus on something they love, mm. and the money or the whatever they were hoping for came as a result. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's a feeling. I'd rather have the feeling of being passionate and inspired, and drive a a Toyota Corolla. I'd love to see you in a Toyota. <coughs> Corolla. No, but if, if, if I was inspired with what I was doing, and 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 that's all I could afford, well, I'd rather that right than than being. Like miserable in a Lamborghini. Mi- miserable in a Lamborghini. Like, you know, oh, I've got to get this hammer. God, I don't like that. You know? yeah, yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people out there that are, are focused on money and, and, and it's all well, – it's, it's sad, yeah. So num- number one is, is, is loving what you do and it's, it's, it's knowing it too. It's knowing the product. That it's, and if you love it, you'll know it. But the second thing is good intention. Listeners, mm. I am talking to Nicholas Lynch of Nicholas Lynch Real Estate. Uh, why he's here is because he's just he just loves what he does, and he he's a gun salesperson, and we're here to learn more about that. What is the second thing that we need to do to do that, Nicholas? And uh, and he's the, got sec- an the second the second <laughs> I've got, got an agenda. agenda. <laughs> well, the second is uh, it's it's intention, and it's having having a great intention, having good intention. Now, I. For example, I saw a client yesterday. Um, this client was was happy to give me ten thousand dollars to market their property on referral. You are the agent. His two point two percent commission, and it was a three and a half million dollar property. Now I could have walked out of there with with a listing, and let's get it sold before winter. I talked this client out of selling. I gave the reasons why I felt it was better for them to hold off um, because I. I I understood their their needs, and and that was the right thing to say. Now I've had the mum ring me today, and she has said, "You were the only decent human being in that industry." Uh, I'm actually selling a property in Red Hill for seven million in spring. You have got my listing. I've never met you, and you've given my daughter the right advice. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's having good intention. True story. It's a true story. I've got to ask, mate. You're a real estate agent. I don't know whether you're telling me yesterday. the truth or not. That, that's why I succeed in real estate, because I've got good intention. Good intention. See, there's a lot of people that love can, real can, estate. You can, okay, devil's advocate, you yeah. can afford that. You can afford to not get that business. I've true? done it since I was 15. I've had good intention with When that. you were driving the Toyota Corolla? I had a bike. I had a bike. had a bike? Well, I was 15. Didn't have a license. <laughs> I had a skateboard. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that love real estate, and they know the product but they haven't got good intention. It's listing at all costs, and, at the and, cost of the buyer, and, at the cost of oh, everyone's happiness. Yeah. We're going to get you to sell. And and having good intention gives me an edge in the industry, and that's why I'm in the industry. Because, what does good intention feel like? Well, that's – it's just – it's it's going from the – it's talking from the heart, and it's it's being sincere with people. It's not doing it for the money. It's doing it because you really want to help someone and you see them as a fellow human being. And it's having them, them, the client, the prospect, 100% in mind. You're yeah. not thinking about, oh, hang on, Nicholas, in order to deliver on this month's KPIs, we really need this. You, you yeah. can't have that discussion. Yeah. Right. Just out of interest, why would you sell in the in the hot market that we are in right now? Why would you say to someone not to sell? It was to do with her personal situation okay. Okay. and her, her tax position. Right. Yeah, if she was to make a, a yeah a seller properties financial years, I'm getting a little bit I, I emotional, in, buddy, because yeah. so far step one and two to becoming a great salesperson is love yeah. and intention. Yeah, hey? yeah, well, L- loving it. <clears throat> you see, uh, salespeople say to me, what, what, "What script? What dialogue? What, what do I need to wear? What what do I need to look like? Drive." But unless you've got that love and that that true intention, n- nothing else works. Right. Yeah. So that's that's obviously. Uh, a couple of a uh, couple of the key points that I've always okay. found. Hmm. Okay. Next. So the next is, and <laughs> we're going. <laughs> we're going deep. We're going deep. He's thinking what? Are we going, are we going deeper? Right. Is it just, are we stepping deeper? We're going, deep? we're going deeper. Okay. Because so this love. What's deeper than love? Well, it's it's loving yourself. Okay. And and it's, it's self love. It's self love. It's like it's it's loving yourself. It's loving 
where you are in life, who you're with. It's loving your position um, in the community. It's 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 being at peace with yourself, and uh, you know it's you need to be no one's going to love you unless you love yourself mm-hmm. and no one's going to buy from you unless you love yourself unless they've got a good feeling from you so if you if you're not happy in different parts of your life you know what what are the different walks of life you know there's health marriage finances yep. um yep yep and health marriage finances love death and taxes yeah yeah if you if you're not happy in those areas uh and you're not <clears throat> content well, you're not going to sell anything. You're not going to sell anything. And that's part of the consultants that I've offered over the years is had people realise, you know, until they get their own backyard in order, they're never going to be successful real estate salespeople. You see, I did not expect this conversation. I expected mm. a great conversation mm. uh, and I'm loving it, mate. I still don't know what your agenda is, but I will come to that. But, the, 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 you know, what's really interesting is that I always obviously think about who's listening to this yeah. and I wonder whether they're turning off because they're hoping for how to write the great sales script yeah. or how to get through the Doberman on a sales call mm, or, mm. Yeah? or yeah, or what yeah. to wear. Yeah. Mm. Is that coming or are we just, are we just that, that's, in? That's within, that's within four and five. <laughs> yeah, I've got five okay, points. Okay, thank you. But so, okay, so I, I, but I think don't switch off because here, here I am. I, I, I what, what's good is I don't just talk the talk; I walk the walk. So I'm the ninety. I was ninety three in Australia last year. This year I'm eighty nine. In that's over sixty thousand registered salespeople in Australia. And based so, on what? Uh, uh, that's in commissions earned. Commissions earned. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I've done two and a half million in fees. That's personally. Um, to be honest, I, I could do five million in fees, but I, I'm, really? I'm, I could, I could. But you know what? It, it would mean it would mean too much. In, in it, I want the balance. You know, it would mean not being able to do the other things I want to do. Because you do work hard, and we'll talk about balance later. When you, I'm at you, work, I'm at work. You work your ring off. And when I'm off work, I'm off work. I'm never at work when I'm off work because I'm always at work when I'm at work. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of people off work when they're at work. Yep. So when they're off work. Yeah, so, yeah, mate. Yeah, I, I, you can I, see. Yeah, well, re- the great thing about podcasting <coughs> is <coughs> you can rewind and play it again. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you with me? So but love I, yourself. You love yourself, and I, I think, yeah, they, you, you've got to have your stuff sorted. <clears throat> you've got to know who you are. You've got to be honest to yourself, and you've got to be, you know, in in a in a space that, in a great space, yeah. And then you can go into that big wide world and 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 sell, and you know you can that that energy people can. Can yeah, feel right. they can feel it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I think th- there is a lot in those first three things: having good intention, having having the love for what you're doing, but but loving yourself. Now we, we're brought up, you know, I love myself. You know, we're brought up to say, oh, you know, you, you're up yourself, or mm. yeah, it's a bit of tall poppy. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah, you yeah. Well, no, no, that's positive. I, I've got three boys, as you know, and and I teach them to. To, to be passionate about whatever you do and, and, and to love yourself, love yourself, you know. And I think, you know, people, people don't exercise enough. People don't eat right. People don't think, think right. Most people's minds are in control of them. Um, you know, I'm big into meditation because that, that enables me, my, my core, my, my spirit, to be in control of my mind, which, <laughs> which a lot of people aren't. And, and that's what meditation is. It's, it's controlling the mind to not, uh, you know, dictate what you do. Again, there's people listening <coughs> who go... go too much, but... <laughs> what did you say? I won't go down there too no, much. No, well, but... mate, I have actually... I've, I've in, interviewed previously a, a guy who runs a meditation business, and I, too, am into it and, mm. and love it. And, yeah, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Outside of doing exercise, I think meditation is one of those things that can, can change everything in, in a heartbeat, too, the, by the, the way. The key with meditation, I, I'm, I do active meditation, which so I can do two things at once. So I run five kilometres every day. Every day, five kilometres. And within that five kilometres, which I do a, I do a 5K pace, um, five-minute K oh, pace. Yes. So it's 25 minutes. So with that 25, uh, I meditate when running. So it's, it's running for 25 and, uh, and it's meditating. So yeah, it's an right. active meditation. So it's, it's just focusing on the breath and nothing else. But yeah, it's yeah. saying to my mind... I am in control. We are thinking about nothing but the breath and exercise. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's a good 
discipline to to do an activity. It is. Um, I do an open eye meditation. There's many forms of it. And, yeah. Um, can you just tell us? Uh, I'm going to digress here, but you also on each birthday hmm. tell, tell us about the I, run. I, that you I do. run. I run the 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 age that I am. Yeah. So this year's 48. So I'll run 48k. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's. I, I think people people in life. You're are looking too, forward to your 80th. I can't wait. <laughs> but people people. I'm looking forward to my 120th. Right. People are too serious. Yeah. And I'm all for adventure. Yeah. And I think, you know, just tapping into number three a bit more, loving yourself. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> there's, people don't have enough adventure in their life. You know, and I think, you know, the internet and you can sort of live adventure through other people too easily. Like, you, I think it's so important to live adventure in the present. And uh, I think... Uh, yeah, so there's a lot within. Do you, and do you mean by adventure taking off and w- climbing a mountain, or oh, it's uh, it's whatever you going to, to a live game of sport, not just watching it on telly. Gotcha. It's, it's it's running your age for your birthday. I, I'm in for a good <laughs> belly laugh, yeah. And and people are too serious. So I think if you love yourself, you can laugh at yourself. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've got a weird laugh too. We must try and get more of that oh, before the <laughs> It's more but, of a squawk. Uh, <coughs> yeah. So I, I, I just I talked about my results earlier because I, I, I'm not just talking and I'm, I'm walking it. Yep. And, and I've got a great sales team of eight people and I, I love – part of a, a challenge I've got is to, to embrace this on a daily t- to my team so that they – they live um, and, a, and a so better the, life. And this philosophy, which is what you, which essentially what you are sharing, this, mm. this life and business philosophy yeah. is something that you actively kind of trigger parts of every day, mm. right? It's just part of what you do. Yeah. You know, you may see one of your sales team kind of a bit kind of moping around, you know, yeah. you, like, what can I do to kind of... Yeah, yeah. well, let, let's, let's look at these five areas. And right. like, I know they love the business, otherwise they wouldn't work, yep. work with me. Um, and they know the product, but... Uh, you know, where they at personally, and I think that gotcha. that's, that certainly is something that. So, <clears throat> love the, what you do. Have great intention. Have hmm. self love. What's the fourth thing to being a great salesperson? The fourth is, it's building trust and rapport before you go to the close. So, trust and rapport is so important. Now, last week I was with a client relating it to real estate, and. Uh, I listened to their 51 trips that they've done on cruise liners. I'm not a big fan of cruise liners, Tim. I'm not. I'm I like the Titanic, that film. Yeah, it was, was a great good. film. Great film. If, you see me on, if you do see me on a cruise. It's not my thing. But I think, I think you've got to love people. Like some people don't like people. They, they, they'd rather just, it's too hard. But you've got to be a people person and you've got to love people. And as much as I don't like cruise liners, it was interesting to find out about it. And we had a lot of photo albums out over the lounge room floor. So I hadn't even looked around their property. I hadn't appraised it. I haven't... I I just started asking questions. And that's the key. It's having... I've got question after question after question about people, about their past, about their present, about their future, about people. Now... Do you have these questions? Is this this a list that you have, a script that you have? I've just got it. You've got got it. it. I've got it. And, And... Show interest. Well, it's about... It's about having good intention. It's about it, – it's those top three. If they're in place and you sit with someone, it doesn't matter if you're selling real estate or selling a car or whatever, you, whatever you're selling. Yeah. If you connect in and want to know about them, yeah. it's not about finding out their past experiences in real estate. It's finding out about them and just constantly asking questions. Now, these people, as much as I'm not into cruise liners, I'd, I'd hate to go on one. I'd be claustrophobic. It was really interesting. And it was, you know what was interesting? These people were becoming inspired. But they, they were reliving these trips. And there were some funny stories. And I, I, I was there for two hours. Now, my assistants, they, they go, oh, God, it takes you two and a half hours to get a listing. Well, no, no, no. It takes me two hours to build rapport. And then I say, now, my fee's 2.2. It's going to cost 10 grand in marketing. You're going to get around two mil. Let's get the ball rolling. Where, Nicholas, we go. where do we sign? Yeah, that's one minute. Well, actually, it was about twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. Then I then I hate filling out the paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes half an oh, hour. Oh, yeah. you know. So, but it's people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, and we, I think, it, we're dealing with human beings here. We're not dealing with with a buyer, with a mm. seller, with a vendor. You know, it's it's and it's really finding out what makes them tick, and and it's it's building 
trust and it's building rapport. And yeah. that, that is something that I'm, whether I'm with a buyer or a seller in real estate, I'm really, and I'm interested in it. I've got good intention in it because you, you learn. Like mm-hmm. I've, I don't need to go on a cruise liner now because I've been on 50 <laughs> to 51. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> I've seen every, I've lived it, yeah. relived it with these people. Yeah. So the, the fifth is closing. Just hold, hold that. Yeah. Go back to the fourth. It's really interesting. The, the fellow who I interviewed before you uh, is a, a digital nomad. He lives a nomadic lifestyle, runs a serious consulting business, has no fixed address. When I interviewed him, was uh, in a tent on Rockhampton Beach overlooking Dunk Island. Mm. Um, and he particularly had to work hard at establishing rapport because I said to him, you know, like, mate, you, you are doing business with people all over the world in shorts and a singlet. Mm. In fact, his business is called Barefoot in Business. So, that you know, he's got to work particularly hard. And I think I, – I don't know whether enough business owners put enough emphasis on that building trust and rapport. Yeah. And for you, it's simply getting to know – your, your client, your prospect, hmm. asking questions, showing interest. Hmm. It's about them, not you. Yeah, yeah, it's about them and get them talking. And that in turn builds trust and rapport. But it's, even though I'm not into, it's a good example of the cruise liner because yeah. I, I yeah, hate great. the idea of it. But I, I still ask the questions because you, you learn. You, you, you learn something about something and I probably don't not like it as much as I did, but I still wouldn't go yeah, on Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Five. And the fifth is, is about closing. You love the close, and, don't you? And, and I am a magnificent closer. ABC, always be closing. Now, there's Louis Labradors out there and there's disciplined Dobermans. <laughs> I'm a disciplined Doberman. Now, <laughs> you, you cannot, unless you've got those top four in place, you right. cannot effectively close. Okay. Now, most people are warped doors, Tim. Yeah? They're uh, warped doors. What do you mean? A warped door. <laughs> they can't close. <laughs> we got a drum sound effect. Because closing is about process, it's about script dialogue, but it's more importantly about process, and it's about going through the doors in the right order. Uh So I've got a selling process to get a listing, because my sale in real estate is twofold. One, it's to get the listing over the other agents. They they consider three agents. We want to win that. You've got to get that. Secondly, it's a sale to have the buyer buy the property and get the best price. So We've got a process and we've got the doors that you go through on the listing as well as the sale site. Now, for people out there that have a, a product, you need to have a process that, that you implement and that, that your your people understand and that you role play, you PDR, you practice, drill, rehearse that. We have an hour and a half of practice, drill, rehearse, role play. We don't do it in, in a big group because people get intimidated. We have buzz groups. So we all go off into five different areas and we role play in pairs and then we come back and have a group chat about what what, <laughs> what we did right, what we did wrong. And that, that is every week. Because wow. you cannot practice drill rehearse enough. I, I'm not going to practice on a client. I'm going to practice on my colleague and, and you can always get better. You always forget the basics and everything else. So, but this process is about going through doors and, you know, the door won't close if you're trying to close something before hmm. you should have closed something else. For example... Can I just understand this? Is this... Is yeah. this we've sp- a lot of what we've spoken about is emotional. Yeah. Philosophical. Is mm. this now a rational, literally, yeah. um, you've got to get this form signed before this or is it uh, we've got to talk about the commission before we can talk about the price? We, yeah. uh, is that what I'm, we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, it's rational. Yeah, it is. And so, look, here I am with a, with a, a vendor who obviously consents my good intention and they see I love what I do, I know about what I do, um, they can see I'm confident with myself, and, and but it's an energy thing. They can feel those first three we talked about. I've I've got the trust through asking question after question, and and I've got good intention with those questions. So it's not like I'm just you know if, if you if you can't constantly have it's it's so easy to get someone talking about themselves. Of course, and I'm doing it right now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to to then you, you need to have that process, that structure, and I call it going through the doors, and you, know, you, you can have a series of doors that, you know, the first door is, when going for a listing, the first door is, if you like, building the trust and rapport. So there's no point in closing for the advertising campaign <coughs> unless you've, you've got that door closed. The door won't close if, if, you, if you're trying to close something um, 
in in the wrong order. Mm-hmm. Like you're not you're not going to close on advertising if you haven't won their trust. Gotcha. Um, we'll think about it. You're not going to close on the fee you want if if you haven't closed the things you should have earlier. I love on. the way you think about a series of doors. Bit yeah. like get smart, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And, and it's going through the door now. If that door won't. Cl- I say, well, you're a warp door. You you haven't closed. It's not. It's not the client. It's it's you. So the the first door is trust and rapport with with a vendor, and then the next door is you've got to give them your opinion of value on that property. Like, there's no point in trying to sell your fee if you haven't told them what the opinion of value is because they're going to be thinking, well, but what does he think it's worth? What does he think it's worth? So you've got to, like, I'm just relating this to real estate, mm. but you've got to relate it to your business. What what are the what are the doors you have to close to make the sale of your product? That's the question I'm putting to, to people listening. What are the doors you have to close to make the sale of your, your product? Now, yeah. you know, brainstorm it, workshop it with your team, and then what is the order of those doors? Now, you know, I know I've got to sell trust and rapport, and that, that's the first door for all of us. But then I've got, to, I've got to give a comparative market analysis, and I've got to have the person understand that similar properties have sold for X, and for them to see that I'm knowledgeable and and th- that's something you need to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Now, if a vendor wants more, bring it on. If it's out there, I'll get it. But th- th- they want to know their CMA. Then I close my fee. A lot of salespeople leave the hardest door till the end when I get it out straight away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's important to say now my fee's 2.2 and I want to give you case studies and, and you know what? Stories. Number five, closing, you've got to talk stories. Now, the feel, felt, found close is gold. Now, I actually perfected this when I was younger at the 21st century nightclub. <laughs> um, <coughs> I, I understand how you this feel. Is a, 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 a nightclub in dirty downtown <laughs> Frankston, uh, an interesting suburb of Victoria. Yeah. Feel, felt, found. I understand how you feel. Mary felt the same way, what she found. So feel felt found. So you can have a bit of fun when you're younger because I... Hang on. You've you got to go through that and call Mary Donna because I think Donna would have been a more appropriate <laughs> name down there at that time. But if, uh, you know, I'm all for as much training and as much, you know, information yeah, as I yeah. can get. And I learnt this when I was 15. I, don't, I haven't quite, it hasn't quite dropped for me. Feel? Feel felt found. Feel felt found. Well, your feelings having... It's... it's it's you're relating to them. You understand how you feel. Yep. Okay. So if a vendor, oh, okay. rather yeah, than going yeah. to the, so I, I want to be where you're at. I know where you're at. Yeah. I, w- I want to be trying to keep it serious. Yeah. You can imagine don't, what it would, don't. You imagine what it'd be like with picking up a girl. But anyway, so let's do that one. Let's. It doesn't no, have to be about real estate. So I, 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 I'm the girl. Come on. I want to play. I want to be. Serious. My name is Donna. Yeah. Okay. Well, I. If, if it's about objections, isn't it? And that's what closing, you've got to make sure you can close. So you've got to, I understand how you feel. Um, I think you're a real skellywag, Nicholas. I don't yeah. really want to go any further with you. Yeah, yeah. I understand how you feel. Right. Yeah. I, I, I understand. Okay. Um, then I, want, I don't want to talk about the girl. I want to try and keep it oh, serious. You are, <laughs> no, I want to keep it serious because hey. I want people to see it as a serious. Is that your agenda? That you're trying to portray a serious I Nicholas am. Lynch? You yeah. are, mate. Yeah. But with. It, it's an important part of the closing, so I don't want people to think it's just... Okay, fun. I'm selling the house. It's... it's. Uh, I understand how you feel if someone's not wanting to pay 2.2%. I understand how you feel because that is the highest fee that people pay. You feel that it's too much. Yeah, it is, mate. I've had quotes at 1.8. Okay. Well, the Murrays felt exactly the same way two months ago. Now, here's a brochure. He's an alcoholic. Here's a brochure on the Murray's place. <laughs> they felt the same way as you did about 2.2. What they found was they found that that 2.2 actually earned them another 250000 approximately to what they would have accepted. So I understand how you feel. This client felt the same. But what they found... Uh, yeah, right. So Phil felt found is just a nice. way of introducing a story. Mm-hmm. But it's bringing them in because great closers don't push, great closers lead people. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so I'm about leading people and having them close themselves. So Phil Felt Found is a way of doing that. So within your business, 
you, you know, my team, we've got stories and we use Phil Felt Found to bring them in. And, and do you actually, because this is interesting, we have a lot of story discussion on this show, mm. um, and do you actively seek out those stories and they become what I would call key messages in your business so that all the different staff yeah. know them? And yeah. can, oh, I'm going to pull that one off the shelf now? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we share each other's stories because we're a team. So in closing, you've got to have, you've got to have the the doors that you know you've got to close, you've got to do them in the, in the right order. You've got to have stories and you, you've, got to, you've got to work towards getting that, getting that, uh, that okay. Mm. Um, so I never use contract, I never use authority, I never use sign, I use paperwork, I use okay. I never cross where they, they sign, I, I do a tick. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's th- those golden oldies of great salespeople. Yeah. You know, Tom Hopkins is a top real estate lecturer, you probably heard of him, yeah, Tim, yeah. in the States, and I learned a lot from him when I started. Um, so just back to real estate, 2.2%. Understanding you feel they felt the same way, this is what they found. And I, I, I will give a story, but then I'll, I'll say, now, based on that, are you happy, are you comfortable moving forward with me as your agent at 2.2%? Now, there's other things we need to discuss, but are you comfortable to pay 22 to me. Nicholas, oh, I'd still want to think about, okay, well, I need to tell you about this result. And story. And but it's I go into the stories elaborate. I, I have them I have them see it. I have them see the, you know, we we we, we put this property up. We had six people to a preview. We had over 50 groups to the open for inspection. We then had seven offers come in. Right. Um, the owner would have accepted story, story, story. The owner would have accepted yeah, this. Yeah. But I, I ended up getting more from the buyer. The, the owner said, don't lose them. I said, the lacquer band, I, I won't let it snap. I won't let the lacquer band snap. But that's what I'm... I, 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 Tell me... Uh, and that's a great line for a, for a client to know. All my all my sellers know the lacquer band. Yeah, right. And they know I'm going to stretch it, but I'm not going to let it snap. Yeah, right. Because there are some salespeople that... that the Push lacquer too ba- hard. That, pull too hard. They pull too hard too quick, yeah. but there's some that don't even pull. Yeah, right. Pump, they just go through the motions. Finish you up you with get, a little... You get what you pay for. There's a wonderful thing that you told me uh, many months ago about mm. the uh, the speed wobble, and I've always liked this story. There's a little strategy of yours. I, I, the speed wobble, you can relate it in any... And, that, and that's all part of this closing. It's totally. all part of closing. Yeah. So when uh, when dealing with, with a buyer, um, it's, it's like a discovery price. So... If, if recent sales have been around 1.5, uh, I'll, I'll say to a buyer, would you pay 1.8 million? Now, there's nothing illegal, unethical about that. It's, it's, it's saying, well, what, what would you pay? Because it's, it's a rising market and if you want to win the property, take the blinkers off to, to what you might pay for it to, to hopefully knock out the, the other competition. And, uh, you know, it's... It's it's think it's having people think big, and, and it's the speed wobble because as a kid we'd ride down the hill on the bike, get the wobbles, and half of yeah. you is going, yeah. "How good's this?" The other yeah. half is going, yeah, yeah, yeah. "I'm dead." Everyone's had a speed wobble on a bike. At everyone's everyone's been on a bike at one point yeah. in their life and had a speed wobble where you, yeah. you, you feel, "Whoa, I've got to slope a little bit here," and I know the boundaries of, of riding a bike. That's the look someone gives you when you give them the speed wobble. So you can speed wobble uh, in 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 any. It's 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 a form of bracketing, you know. It's like if you want, if you want, like just talk numbers. If you want five, you speed bubble at ten. Yeah, right. To get five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you, you don't just go it. in and out. You bracketing is is obviously another form of closing. So you know, I can talk about Phil felt found. I can talk about bracketing. I can talk about speed wobble. All these techniques, which is number five, Coming and that's to close. probably what you thought I was going to talk about. Totally. Only today. Totally. But it doesn't matter. It, and this is the key. It doesn't matter how how well scripted, how well dialogued, how well trained, how, how well structured. How expensive your suit is. It doesn't matter about all that. If you don't have good intention, if you don't love what you do, if you don't love yourself, and if you don't win people's trust, nothing, n- nothing's going to happen. And, and, and that's what I think people need to look at, those top four. I, I think they've already got number, number five sorted. Yeah, okay. Nicholas, I need to close this interview. Uh, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. I felt at the start we were going in a direction I wasn't expecting to go, but I found that you really covered some interesting topics that I would never have expected a bloke like you who's got his Lamborghini out the front to have covered. So um, 
Thanks, buddy, for sharing. And uh, hopefully what you have shared is about to change the way small business owners all over the world view selling. Fantastic. Thank you. Love the opportunity. Oh, oh, and by the way, mm. your agenda, did we cover it? Yeah, we did, yeah. That, oh, that were the five things I wanted oh, okay. to cover. <laughs> so there was an ulterior motive. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah, cool. There you go, team. Nicholas Lynch from Nicholas Lynch Real Estate. Do you enjoy it? I should have actually said at the start, have a pen and paper at the ready because, gee, there was some stuff in there, wasn't it? It was like a masterclass for sales. Coming up, I share my top three attention grabbers from that fireside chat with Nicholas. Plus, I've got another low-cost marketing idea for you. But first, here's a word about a very cool email application. This show is lovingly supported by Fastmail, an insanely secure, ad-free email hosting service for that beautiful business of yours. I asked Fastmail's operations engineer, aka lead geek, Rob Norris, what part of Fastmail geeks him out the most? Push notifications, actually, which sounds kind of ridiculous, but, uh, but you know, an email arrives and then, you know, my desktop client and my phone both have the email there sort of, you know, within seconds. And I, I worked on a lot of that, uh, sort of the infrastructure to make all that happen. And so I know how kind of complicated it is. So it gives me a little thrill every time I think, yeah, you know, all of that stuff's working and I'm getting my email like straight away. Fast mail, where little thrills make a big difference. Packages start from less than $4 a month and you can grab a free 30-day trial plus 15% off your first year over at fastmail.com forward slash Timbo. All right, my top three attention grabbers from my chat with Nicholas Lynch, thanks to 52ways.biz and Fastmail. Attention grabber number one. I love Nicholas's doors analogy. This is such a great way to visualise the clothes, that all-important clothes. The key here, I reckon, is to identify what each door is in the closing process, then make sure you go through them in the order that they were intended, closing each one behind you as you go. Nice little visualisation exercise. Attention grabber number two, I like his feel-felt-found structure. What a great way to bring prospects around to your way of thinking by showing empathy. It's also a pretty simple structure for storytelling, which we talk a lot about on this show. Feel, felt, found. Attention grabber number three, have the right intention. I love this one. Now, whilst I love all of Nicholas's five keys to nailing the sale, I particularly love number two, which was all about having the right intention. I honour this one a lot when speaking from stage, recording this show, and pretty much any time I'm writing a proposal for a client. Having the right intention is a good thing. Hey, what grabbed your attention? Love to know. Smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash 365 is where you can leave your feedback. What have you got to lose? It's time for one simple yet effective marketing idea that you can implement immediately that's not going to cost you a fortune and that most likely, well implemented, will generate you more awareness, more inquiry, more sales. I call today's idea the social proof confidence booster. Now, social proof is a marketing tactic used to ease the minds of worried customers. It's a type of conformity in that we decide to do what we think others are doing, sort of like towing the line, if you will. In business, social proof can be a powerful tool when it comes to influencing purchase decisions. Many businesses' websites display some sort of social proof in an effort to boost conversions. You can and should Use the same strategy to persuade more people to convert when they land on your website. Sure, you might not have as many users as Facebook or send your products to customers in every single country in the world like Amazon, but you can still come up with and display on your website social proof that relates to your business in some way. So here's my three steps to creating buyer confidence 
with social proof. Step one, think about what kind of social proof statement or visual you can display on your website. For example, you can share customer testimonials, the number of products you've sold, the number of customers or followers you have, how many cities, states or countries you ship products to, or review ratings from your products or your services. Step two, Get a web designer or graphic designer to illustrate your social proof statement to then incorporate your new graphic on your homepage. And step three, create a few different social proof statements to split test using a tool like Optimizely. And here's the pro tip. Why keep these social proof statements to just your website? Use them in brochures, sales letters, point of sale, proposals, slide decks, any touch point where someone is making a decision about buying from you. That's my three steps to creating buyer confidence with social proof. You can head over to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash 365 where you'll find some additional resources, including some real world examples of social proof statements. And if you'd like help implementing any of the marketing ideas I share in this segment, and there's been nearly 30, possibly 29 so far, go ahead and join the Small Business Big Marketing Club over at crankmymarketing.com where I'll personally support you on your marketing journey. So what have you got to lose? Well, that almost wraps up another episode of the Small Business Big Marketing Show, but don't fret. There's plenty of marketing gold coming your way in the weeks ahead, including a chat with the founder of the iconic Ugg Boots brand. Hey, have you listened to the chat I had with Ant Morell, the founder of the indoor playground craze called Bounce? This $80 million business does a lot of things well, including training their staff. They're really robust as to yeah. who they are, so all of the mess is out of the way. And what it means is they're very easy to deal with. You know, they're friendly, but they're not overly sort of hyped up. Um, they're full of energy, enthusiasm, and and there's something just very potent and real about the way they make you feel. So I guess that idea that if you can help someone be comfortable with who they are and then allow them to be who they are in a working environment, then they'll be able brilliant at being themselves because that's mm-hmm. the only thing I guess you can be very good at is the best mm-hmm. version of yourself and then they'll be really good at dealing with all sorts of different other people because they kind of got their own ego and garbage out of the way. You'll find that full interview plus hundreds more over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com or go ahead and subscribe free on your favourite podcast catcher. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. Email me. Tim at timreid.com.au or join the Small Business Big Marketing Facebook page where I try to share the lighter side of marketing. Be sure to grab your free seat at Dale Beaumont's 52 Ways event that will be touring Australia and New Zealand in May, June and August this year. Go to 52ways.biz and grab your seat now as they are limited and check out FastMail private, secure, ad-free email hosting that's lightning fast. You can grab a free 30-day trial plus a listener-exclusive 15% off over at fastmail.com forward slash Timbo with packages starting from just under 4 bucks a month. It's pretty damn inexpensive. Hey, if you love the Small Business Big Marketing Show, then let another business owner or three know about it. Grab their phone and download it for them. That's the best thing you can do for me. Until next week, I'm Timbo Reid. Thanks for tuning in. May your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now.